0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Leon Bailey scores the winner as Aston Villa put on an impressive display at home, beating Man City 1-0. Eric Ten Hag's Manchester United overcome reports of an unhappy dressing room and a defeat, a a lackluster Chelsea 2-1 at Old Trafford. Dekton Rice heads in another late, dramatic winner for Arsenal this season in a nervy 4-3 win at Luton Town. And Liverpool continue their good form with a 2-0 win over Sheffield United in Chris Wilder's first match of his return to coaching the Blades. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode.
1: Okay, my friend, Uh, I know you had a day off and we're watching some of the games. Uh, I think we watched a couple of different games in different windows. But we've got to start Mm, at Villa Park, mate. Full, raucous Villa Park. 4th place Villa taking on 3rd place Manchester City. It's a City team that come off three straight default, D, C, straight draws even draws. Um, when you think yeah. of, of, of yeah. Spurs, Chelsea yeah. Liverpool. So, you know, decent opposition in, in some respect. But questions were being asked, Rob. We spoke on the podcast. You were sort of challenging is there maybe a hint of complacency? Can you keep on pushing these players so far? Um, so mm-hmm. I think eyes on, on this one for Villa. And I was interested in Villa in terms of let me get a barometer of a bit of where Unai Emery in this group are. You know, he said he thinks Champions League maybe is a bit early for them yet, but their football's good, their structure's good, their way of playing's good, and I've got to tell you, Rob, it was fascinating how Aston Villa's football pinned back Manchester City. I've never seen a team. I've seen Liverpool beat beat uh, City with their. Me- heavy metal football, intense speed, and, and you know, playing it at, at a manic level. We've seen other t- teams maybe with strength now and then, or free kicks, or, or set pieces, but it, this was Villa's structure. It was their composure. It was their tactic, and they pinned Manchester City back in a way in, in styles I've not seen in the Premier League.
0: Well, you know, it's one of them, Robin. It like there's so many good games going on Mm. and I think all the kind of talk around Man United and Chelsea that's the game that I watched in this window but of course I'm watching the highlights and the goal go in and everything else and Leon Bailey's interview and everything else around the game Mm -hmm. and it's just a fascinating I guess you can give more detail of of how they did that Um, the bigger picture from me you know this last few days Rob Pep's been quite defensive in terms of you know some of the comments from the pundits and it was Mm. kind of funny wasn't it when he talks about the pundits over the last few days you know, and he still felt very strongly that they're going to win the Premier League. He yeah. said it. You know, yeah. he said the way yeah. that they're playing, he thinks Brilliant. they're going to win the Premier League again. <clears throat> and what he didn't like, Rob, was the. I guess we hinted at it as well that, that it looks like maybe the team is playing with a little bit of complacency, mm. you know, hasn't quite got the same drive, the same desire, yeah. whether that's the same thing. Mm. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Um, I think it's pretty close to being that. But um, so this result was like, wow. And, you know, yeah. when I, when I see the goal go in, I'm like, Wow, this is this going to continue with this? Um, that's three losses now for Manchester City, and we always sort of say you can only afford to lose four or five really in this Premier League. Um, so you know, it's that that's a headline, you know. I suppose if there's one place you don't want to go when when you're not full of confidence and the football's not its best and you don't have Rodri again, yeah, um, we've seen this movie play before where they lose when he's Mm. not playing in midfield. I know John Stone's played in there, Rob, but yeah, um. You know, is it going to t- again? Like the details, give me some more details. Did it? Did it? Did it seem like a performance that that was lacking a little bit of drive from City, or if he, if he's to believe, I, you know, just things aren't quite going right, and they're still yeah, playing well I mean, with plenty of it, energy, it, pressing energy in that.
1: Well, I, I think you know you can make stats what you want of, of them, Rob, and, and you know there was a certain stat that came out there, I think in the first half, Aston Villa had more shots. Mm. At a Pep Guardiola team than in the past. Pep up until, I, I, I was listening to a press conference this morning, he was talking about, you know, our, our shots um, conceded are not any worse than any season we ever had. Our, our football is, is hitting the same numbers as if we generally do. So he was talking, as, as you oh. say, confidence about, we'll get going, you know, we've won titles in the past, from this place this is what we do. That was pre-game. Yeah. After yeah. the game, Rob, was I think was different. Pep was... I wouldn't say flat, obviously he's not going to be um, de- delighted because he- his team have got beat, but I mm. thought it was the manner in, in the mm. defeat. I thought Aston Villa did a brilliant job of disrupting City's play from the back. They never were allowed to build up and play into those midfield right. players and get to in and get the one. Right. So it almost was, Rob, like they couldn't pick a rhythm City, couldn't quite get it going. And that was a credit to to, to, Ars- to Aston Villa, so... What we know with Unai Emery, he had Kamara and Louise back in the team. He rolls Tielemans in from one side. He rolls in McGinn from the other side. They start to dominate possession in that area now because they're they're outnumbered. And then he's got Bailey and Watkins. And what he did, the little tweak that was, was, I thought, especially good, Rob, so he tilted his team to the left side. So you know sometimes it goes one way or the other. So he tilts left. So Dinia goes pretty much one-on-one with Walker. Mm. So he pushed that left side. So they get three mm. at the back then. It's concert it's Carlos, and it's Paul Torres. There's mm. three centre-backs. Dinia put, mm. put Walker right. back so much that Walker couldn't affect the game, couldn't come in field, couldn't get wide, couldn't really affect. So mm. they got numerical advantage inside. Somebody like Walker couldn't come in and help them. Just started to dominate. It was mm. a fascinating watch. And you could see that City were uncomfortable. It wasn't working. Half-time came. All right, so what's said on air? Pep tweak it. This is what he does. He changed Stones in a Kanji, put Stones back, put a Kanji in midfield next to Rico Lewis. Didn't really mm. work. Had to go to his subs bench, get mm. um, Kovacic on to try and get a bit, bit of possession. But in that time, Villa had got a confidence. That their shape, Rob, Villa's shape, when they were in the attacking half, was the high press that we've seen, was stopping City getting out like a, a, a counter-press... It, it, City were pinned back at times. Pinned back. You know what they do to the opposition. And, that, and that, does that go back?
0: Does that go back to that high line, Rob? And, yeah. And, and listen, yeah. the high line has as positives and has negatives. Yeah. So we know what the negative is, but 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 the positive is, if if you can put that press on, yeah. The high line enables that because everybody's closer to, to press to, basically, to the press. and the gaps are smaller. And and if you do it well at home with a big fan, then then City can't get the ball spare somewhere. Get the head up, yeah, and dink it over the top which is what the problem is for Absolutely. Villa so I guess if they do the press that it sounds like that's High what works press,
1: really well in, really, really. I'll tell you one other thing that the factor that came out for me and I didn't get a chance to kind of log how many times but you know the release ball sometimes is into go past it go into the big, the big guy Hall, and then we'll play from there we've seen oh. them doing it against Arsenal. every time they tried that Villa yeah. went to intercept that ball in oh. front they didn't allow him to get that, that ball oh. to at least hold it in so there was no build up play right. or no release I mean it it was it was it was a clinic from from wow. Emery it was an absolute clinic wow. man. Uh fascinating. I mean you'll, you'll you will see the game it, I'm it, sure you you'll have a look at it and uh yeah it, it 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 was um it was a sobering day for city and again I I'm, I'm you know I picked city to win the title and I still think they will and I think from this position you know everybody can talk about what isn't happening I still think they'll that you know this may be their their dip and others might have theirs later in the season but I, I definitely feel, Rob, as though the competition, and I said it before, there's going to be less points won at the top of the table because the competition's better. The opposition teams, the opposition coaching, the opposition structures are much better. This is a better Premier League than we had last season.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get on to Man United and Chelsea Mm. where it could be even stronger. Um, But it's a fascinating result. It's a fascinating result. That's Man City now, Rob. Six points behind Arsenal. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Six points behind Arsenal, and with three losses. I mean, uh, it, it's it, it, that's some result. And Aston Villa, of course, going ahead of them. Um, I mean, I think Arsenal. Then Villa play Arsenal next Villa weekend. Villa play Rob? Arsenal. I yeah. Think Villa at home. Villa, yeah. I mean, they could they could go behind. They could go one point that's behind. The sat- late Arsenal. game on Saturday. Aston Villa. Yeah. yeah.
1: Late game Saturday. Right. I mean, and has you know, got the, the, the bit ceiling of history with, for this, with Arsenal, mate, not he? He's got a Yeah, he
0: has, yeah. <laughs> I saw. I saw his interview afterwards. He, he I mean, he couldn't. His oh. smile was yeah. as big as a TV. It, it, it's a remarkable job what mm. he's done there, Rob. And, and again, you, because they're doing well. There's more articles. There's more insights. Yeah. There's more player interviews. There's more, you know. And mm. and and his attention to detail. I saw a big interview cool. with Douglas Louise actually talking about. How, how, how you know the hour and 15 minute tactical meetings are a bit yeah, tough yeah but he, they're obviously you know when, when you do as well as he's doing mm. then, then the players buy in because they think something's Absolutely. really good happening and uh, brilliant i mean that's just a great story and it's, it's what makes the, the premier league great the tre- treble champions like that are being mm. humbled a little bit away from home we know what it's like at villa park both playing there that, and also that being was there jumping, recently watch this
1: team it was jumping today. yeah but it was um, what about was. your underappreciated player, player of the week my friend
0: well, I'm, i I've I've got two this week. Ooh. Um be you allowed, and I'm gonna, you allowed I, to. I changed him you changed the rules. Well I'm gonna change him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna g I am going to i am going to i have got a runner up then. So okay. my runner up my my runner up, and that's why I you know I think you I think I might have mentioned this, this guy earlier, Leon Bailey. Yeah. Leon Bailey's runner up and underappreciated. Hmm. Um and I and I, I actually I end kind of I kinda of get where he's not a consistent player on that right hand side or the right hand side or playing up front. The manager said about it afterwards that he's a fantastic yeah. player, yeah. Um, but isn't, isn't always consistent. But I just think, you know, when you have got that sort of talent, that ability, um, you know, obviously he made the difference today he, with a big deflection, of course, on the goal. Yeah. But he's got talent, and, and mm. I just don't know whether he's a little bit underappreciated. I have another one which I'm going to chuck in later on. He's, an, he's actually a, a little favourite player of mine. I'm surprised I've not had him this season. I don't think I have to be fair, but we'll get to that later on. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, well, he's yeah, my one. What's going to happen? Yeah. And then I just had a little think. Yeah, it's my little runner-up.
1: Yeah, I'm happy with your little runner up. One is Jamaican, so you know, I'll beat yeah. up the reggae boys. But, um,. No, I, th- I think we're slightly yeah. Un- yeah. underappreciated, Rob. As he come in from German football, he, ha- he picked up a couple of bad injuries, didn't he? And, and was out and never kind of got uh, going under CVG. And I mm-hmm. think Villa fans, were, maybe no, some didn't. got a little bit frustrated. Like, what have we bought? Is it one of those who, you know, plays a couple of games, misses a couple mm-hmm. of games? He's got himself fit now. He said yeah. he's working with Emery. He's understanding the system better. Understands when, you know, he, he's yeah. out of possession that he has a, a, an important role to play. And one of the things I think, just, just finishing on on him and and Unai Emery, Rob, is Emery's ability to affect games with his tactics and his personnel. You know, Mr. Job has been playing brilliant with, with with Watkins, and I'm thinking he'll go with them too with a bit of pace on the counter attack yeah. against thing. Yeah, he does, and he goes with Tielemans yeah. and Bailey and what you know. Yeah. And he, this guy obviously has a has a real, yeah. and I think he wanted to get those extra men centrally to make sure they got. Possession, and you know from there he's, he's got Bailey's pace on on one side, he's got Watkins' pace on the other. Mm. Um, so yeah, quite like that one run up for for Leon Bailey, and and, and a massive yeah. shout out for for Unai Emery, really, who is no longer underappreciated. It was four years to the day, mate. No. he got he got sacked as uh, Arsenal manager, four years to the day, and he was tainted then. And I think he probably left yeah. English football thinking it's not for me. I'll never get you know the respect that I deserve and should do. He's come back, and I tell you what, there'd be a few clubs who, who, who'd want him as their manager right now.
0: Well, it's funny you say that, and that's a really nice little link um, to our next game, Rob, mm. which I believe it is the Manchester United. And Now, I'm yeah. not chucking his name into Man United, but is that a potential future uh, target? Maybe, you know, Emery, Man United? Ooh. Anyway, the fans um, just no. talk about, I just <laughs> thought about... <laughs> I know of course they do and uh, I wouldn't want it to change right now mm. it's, a, it's a brilliant brilliant fit right there yeah. um, ok so Man United well, this is the game I watched this game I
1: watched um, yeah I, did, I didn't God. see this I saw, saw tell you the what. goals the highlights but I didn't Ugh. really get across this game
0: well, I, I guess the, the news at the start was that Marcus Rashford and Martial, mm. particularly Rashford, was left out of the side. Yeah. So you had Antony on the right-hand side, who's looked a bit brighter of, of late, and you have Gonacho on the left-hand side, and Rasmus Hoyland started mm. up front, where Martial has been recently, and, and Bruno was in the hole, Amrabat and McTominay in midfield, Shaw on the left-hand side, Lindelof Maguire and Dallow on the right. Um, I, you know what's fascinating about this? It's like all, all the all the pressure and all the questions of Eric Ten Hag this week, Rob, Yeah. And, um, you know, all the thoughts of is this the, is the guy and the, and the, the Newcastle performance mm. lacked to everything, fight, everything that he says that they had. Well, they came out in this game at Old Trafford, Rob, and it was a totally different attitude. I mean, very, very quick start, yeah. very sharp football, front foot, and and then then Man United fans, Rob, And I've said it before, and I, and I continue that they're they're great fans. Mm. They 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 whatever happens at this football club, it seems like. And they've had a ton of great times, and they've had some inconsistent, frustrating times. Yeah. They are waiting, ready, willing, and able to jump with this team and to yeah. be, get behind the team. So when Man United start their football quickly, they move it around, they get it to the wide players who are sharp. Mm. Then the fans get into it. It was a it was an excellent kind of. Um, you know, mental kind of performance, particularly yeah. in the first half, the first twenty-five minutes or something. They, it, it was just. It, I mean, they, had, they, they they should have been two or three up, Rob. Yeah. This game Mr. should have been Penn, done just uh, on.
1: As the pen early, that decent save from Sanchez. Yeah,
0: v- VAR, var spots a foul mm. that the referee didn't at the time didn't look a lot in it. But again, you see it on the on yeah. the video, and yeah, he was a little late, and he catches him as Enzo that was late to the ball. Yeah. Um, but missed a penalty, and and it's you know it, it's our guy again. Rob yeah. that, that he isn't really fashionable is he Scott McTominay no. he, he, he's he, you know he's simple Rob again like what you used to do in midfield mm. you used to keep it simple you timed your runs in, in, in uh, into the box mm. you were good in the air that's what that's Scott McTominay's doing that that's what all he's doing well, all he's doing yeah. but he, he's yeah. got great height he's mm. got a willingness and a, an ability to get forward and he's just a big guy yeah. and he gets in the box scores a winning goal he always gets himself in good spots when the ball comes in there whether it's on the ground whether mm. it's in the air and he's won the game for Manchester United today yeah. um so th- th- he's w- he's part of the story there's like there's there's a, there's a few parts to the story there's Marcus Rashford and Martial and I I'm not going to I'm not going to put it I'm not going to connect it like the energy yeah yeah it's different because the, they the desire they the yeah. effort was different because they it just happened today it was mm. there was tons of energy and effort when those two weren't in the side. Now, of course, the test for this fo- football club and its team is to is to try and do that week in, week out. Yeah. But just just credit where credit's due, yeah. and maybe this is where we are with these two football clubs. We'll get on to Chelsea in a second, but mm. the, the inconsistency, the Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, of man United, is 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 just crazy to me. And and I don't know. The, 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 you've got to give him credit, and the manager yeah. credit for that. He's been on the ropes, Eric Turnhardt. He's been on the ropes this week, getting bashed from all over, and yet... You know, he managed to get a a, a pretty good performance out of this team. That being said, Robin, I'll let you come in in a second. Mm. It wasn't without problems and issues. And as good as they were building the the building the play through and creating opportunities, and 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 they should again honestly, they they created so many good chances. They should have scored a lot more goals. Defensively loose, and it's a concern. We know there's a few players back injured back there. Um, but it was Maguire and Lindelof, mm. and they they looked like I mean they they they, it, they looked like conceding many times in the first half, Rob. And Chelsea were blown away. Yeah, Chelsea were blown away with their football. But when the two or three occasions where they did got something going, mm. they looked like scoring every time. So that's something that that is still there. Yeah. Um, but the attacking performance, Rob, I let you come in now. It was yeah. better. But again, defensively, they could have conceded a couple more goals.
1: The, so what the problem is with, with both of these these clubs and I know you'll talk to Chelsea a little more after is when you mm. see a performance like that Rob, and McTominay deserves a lot of credit because just like you say his desire to keep getting in the box and make things happen and get important goals, mm. he's top, sco- mm. top Premier League score now with yeah. five Premier League goals yeah. all of them important, five. all of yeah. them yeah. Have, have, been, uh, have been so useful to the team in, in difficult circumstances but You get to the spot, Rob, where... okay? so it was Anthony, uh, Ganasho and Hoyland at the moment. Hoyland's not scored. Ganasho has has got great moments. Anthony's disappointed. Yep. What do we do next week? Do we go with those three again and then when they're not very good, we go back to... How do we... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the issue with Man United is... I can't rely... I can't trust anybody over a period of time yet. Do do we have to get through that with whoever we feel and go, you know what, I'm going to, like, Pochettino seemed to be, I'm going to take the ups and downs and hopefully we're going to hit, hit a, a good place in the future, or you know, does Rashford come back in? Does one of them come back in and, and Martial and change the centre-back, I don't know, put Shaw back centrally and bring Wan-Bissaka in next to Dal. Do you know what I mean? I, know. I just don't know yeah. where the, the, yeah. the consistent thoughts go with consistent performances.
0: Well, that's a great point, Rob. That's a great point because I read something this week talking about Eric Ten Hag that seems to change his preferred players. His favourites seem to rotate. Mm. There was obviously Maguire was pushed out and now he's in again.
1: Yeah,
0: Varane was mm. everything great and then he's out. You had Mm. Juan Bissaka's been in, but now You know, we're seeing it maybe Martial with Rashford was in, was out again. Ericsson was the flavour of the month. Now he's not. I know there's injuries chucked in there as well, yeah, but yeah. I think that's a fair. I'm mm. kind of reading this article and thinking that's kind of a, that's kind of a fair point that he's his favourites and Maguire is and there's there's no reason why you can't bring a player back in that you no no I mean, it was out he, he was he was so yeah. far out of it Rob mm. he, he had fullbacks playing in there and and all of a sudden like Varane's out now so Varane's out of that it, yeah so maybe it's the nature of his squad and maybe some of the ageing players can't do it every week and. He, what I would say is, and maybe it's easy to say this after this performance, Rob, I would love to see a run of games. And by the way, these aren't perfect, but that front three you talked about, there was energy, Rob, there's Mm. youthful energy from those three players. Gonacho, I like him a lot. I I just think he's a talent. I'd play him for the majority of the games. He's going to need a rest now and Mm. again. I really like his development on the left. Uh, Rasmus Hoyland is still, of course, looking for his first Premier League goal. Um, but you can see he's got a bit about him. Yeah. And Anthony, not one of my favourites, but give give him a run when he's playing a bit better. Mm. Um, and similarly, similarly in midfield, Bruno did great things again. I I don't know, Rob. It's such a it's such a difficult one to read. When when they when they give this sort of attitude, then you know people like us and everybody else, pundits and stuff, if they give the effort like we mm. saw today. Then that's what it is. They left well, everything out there. There was nothing like the Newcastle. Shouldn't that, a Rob, be a given? Opposite. Isn't
1: that something? Why? How are be. we asking? Yeah. You know, top players like these at a top club just to give us know. the effort?
0: And, and by the way, Rob, to to, to continue that point, when they see when people see the Newcastle uh, performance, yeah. right? It 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 follows that the media and, and maybe us yes, to a certain degree, mm. Rob. I don't, I'm not sure we said that he would lost the dressing room, but that no, was a narrative no. this week, Rob. Yeah. That was a narrative. Definitely not playing for him. And, and the Sky journalist, yeah, the journalist the come out and the said, Yeah, they're banning, 50% the banning of the team journalists
1: and... in that. Yeah, which is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did think the comment was like, Really? Uh, it it yeah. was um, the guy off Sky, Sky Sky of Sky Solo Solicle or something. Not... Yeah, he goes, I've yeah, got an insider. Like, well, Once
1: they say they've got an insider, that's them making it up. Yeah, it could be anybody.
0: Yeah, and and I so I understand the frustration from the club. I do not, by the way, and I'm sure I don't. I'm sure I'll ever agree with a journalist being banned from no, a press conference. No, it was, wasn't clubs. a good move. I'm not, just not a good move. On, not a good look journalist. A journalist. Yeah, he's got a no. job
1: to do. You've um, got a but, job to do. You don't like it. There's plenty of times they've ri- they write stuff about you, Rob, or um, performance but, and that, and you'd love to yeah, say, but yeah. you, you get on with you your job. You got to do the job. Doing. You're paid professional. Yeah. Talk to me about Chelsea, mate. What 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 am I thinking about Pochettino and his team? Can I can I? Can i love them can i can i stay with them where where are we with with, with the project Pochi's project
0: well the the potch project is it, it's stalling rob it wasn't a great flipping it wasn't a great engine to start with and it's it's spluttering along and it's stalled today it they got they got blown away i would say in the first ten fifteen minutes um it could have been it could have considered two or three goals man uniteds football mm. defensively all over the place. Changes again. Kukureya, the left footed fullback, yeah, played on yeah. the right at right back. Came off. Luis James coming in for the second half for him. Caldwell played at left back. You had, you had the most expensive midfield in the, in the history of the game. I'm joking there, but very expensive midfield. In Enzo Fernandez and Caicedo were chasing shadows a little bit earlier on. Um, disjointed. Really, really poor performance. That being said, Robert Sanchez saves a penalty. Yeah. Like, well done. And then 10 minutes later, it, yeah, again, when that. he's trying to play out, it gives a ball straight to the opposition mm. for a chance. Um, so a really a really slow start, not in it. I'm going through my notes, Rob, of, the, of, of this of the yeah. game. Not in it. Blown away. Awful. That's some of the things that I've gotten for the first half. So disjointed, um, and then you get a little bit of quality from from Carl um, Palmer just before half time yeah. to make it one-one, yeah. and then back in the game. And the second half, to be fair, was a bit more kind of end to end, a bit more open. But Man United deserve to win the game and Scott McTimley scores scores a winning goal. Mm. You know, back to where we are with Chelsea, Rob, I think we are exactly where we've been all season. That 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 there's the odd day this team can show up and play well, take some chances, win games, but there's many, many days where it's not at that level. And some of these players are not able to be consistently good. And and that's what makes your champion players the ones mm. that that have got real talent that can do special things. And they can be close to that every single week. Now, there might be a few players who can do special things in this Chelsea squad, but there's no... I'd say there's any of them at the moment that can't do it week in, week out consistently. And this was... As much as I was impressed with Man United, I was yeah. disappointed with Chelsea, Rob, that they 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 couldn't really match Man United, who haven't been brilliant this season, are, are mm. not flipping world beaters, but they 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 offered very little, Rob. And I think Pochettino's got... He's got problems, so much to think about with his squad, what they've got, what they might need. There's players coming back. There's not a tonne of injuries now for Chelsea, Rob. It's not as though they're missing a tonne of players. And Nkunku, of course, is the one that we all yeah. want to see back. Yeah. I don't think Christian, uh, Christian Nkunku is going to make a big difference to this Chelsea side. So lots of work to do at this team. Work there. Again, yeah, they're still 10th place yeah. in the Premier League yeah. and um, we're, we're oh. well short, I thought, in this game.
1: We, we, have got a, we have got a window, so I suppose that's something, especially with Chelsea, you never know you, the kind of numbers and money that might be spent. I, I kind of get the sense, Rob, with Chelsea, based on you know, what I've seen, what you, you said has happened today, almost like every game, this, every game of this season is almost like just an experience for to this group. To get through and and, and you know to yeah. show what we can do on winning days, show what we can do on bad days, and mm. show what and almost get these players through this first year and get to this to mm. the summer, Maybe. and and then like okay, we've had thirty eight games as a group mm. together. This is what we are. This is because, well, like okay. you say, you just don't. The problem with this United to a certain degree and Chelsea more so is you just really don't know what you are going to get. You know they've had four four draws with with, 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 with See, they've, they've, they've beaten okay, they beat Spurs down to nine men, they've you know, played well against Arsenal. There's, there's moments when the footballs look quite, quite good and mm. you start to see things and you see mm. the, the upside of some of these young players who could be, go on to be great players or could turn out to be actually average Premier League players. But I, I, I just mm. feel as though everything's a, an experience which is going to hopefully set them up for things looking forward. But as to now, I really just don't know what to expect. Just to
0: just to follow up, Rob, on that because I totally agree. And you remember I said at the start of this conversation that that, that Man United were loose at the back and they yeah, had chances. Yeah. This this sums it up, Rob. McAnally Mudrick and Nico Jackson yeah. both should have scored in the first yeah, half Jackson in the first thirty five minutes. Yeah, I made no I, I made note of the chances and they had really good, like they're in on yeah, goal. Yeah. so. It, 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 and and the one word I've I've we've done analysis on the Chelsea boys is erratic. And the finishers were erratic. And the front line is erratic. And the team is erratic. End off. That's it. Whether whether, you know, however you want to, that's that's kind of their story. They're inconsistent. They're erratic. Now, whether that erratic can go into can go into productive and consistent, that's Mm. that's the biggest question Mm. of all, Rob. And that's why you when you say, let's see after thirty-eight games, listen, everybody, that's the season, that's Mm. the Premier League, right. What are we gonna do now? And and that will then I, 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 honestly, my gut feeling is that some of these players, you know, and, and Mudrick has been a little brighter in patches, Yeah. but the likes of Mudrick, I'm going to say Nico Jackson, uh, Madueke, uh, a couple of others, I, I, don't, I just don't think they are the players that Chelsea expect or want them to be. Remember, remember, you know, the comment from the owner, Rob, is like, point I want to sign players mm, that, nice. can, that can yeah. be at a 100 points. Chelsea team yeah. that can can, can can be part of a 100-point challenge And that's a tremendous flipping. Yeah, that's, that's a great yeah. um, target. So this is the players we want to sign. But how can you say that with some of these that haven't done yeah. much at the highest level or, or are younger? and So w- we don't know. And I think, you know, that I'm not sure that's a lot different analysis, Rob, from what I've said no. two or three months ago. Mm. But the more you see them... There's good bits it, and there's bad bits. Isn't it funny, and... Rob?
1: Only that I'm, I'm just looking at uh, uh, underneath the, the banner, underneath our, our, our show here, and it's saying Manchester United two, Chelsea one. Goals by Scott McTominay and Cole Palmer. Two things just stood out to me. Both of those players, I know Chelsea have bought Palmer now, but both of those players came through an, an English academy. So sometimes buying mm. stars, you know. The other thing is, and, and it's just hit me with McTominay is, in terms of what you would class. Real football ability, the, the ideal midfield player. I'm not sure Scott McTominay would tick that many boxes. But just a consistency, an energy, and a keep doing what he's good at, you know, know, yeah. know your game, yeah. is, is made, makes him a very effective and very important part of a Manchester United team that spends hundreds of millions of dollars on, on players that yeah, sometimes don't even look like inches or don't look that great. It's amazing, isn't it? No, no,
0: you're right. I mean, I, I tell you what, I wouldn't want to mark him midfield. Mm. I wouldn't want to pick him up running into the box. Scott yeah. McTominay. And just, just a final thing, Rob, that, you know, when we played Man United and they produced that, like, Ferguson produced those mm. two really great teams, they used to buy the best players in the Premier League, didn't they? For the yeah. most part. Yeah. They'd go and buy mm. the best player from West Ham or the best player yeah. from Top And, and Then yeah. you know that they're, like, as your phrase is, like, you know that they're plug and play. Yeah. Like, you can go buy, I mean, they almost. Well, they didn't almost, but they, the, the Harry Kane thing would yeah, have been perfect. Yeah, the different all that, players, Yeah, yeah that, that were great in other clubs. Mm. Come in, you know what they're going to get. Robin Van Persie. Yeah. You know, I, I still think Man United's pull, the money they can mm. offer, you could still go and grab a lot of really, really good players from other Premier League sides that, that know the league instead of mm. pulling out players from different leagues. And maybe there's a balance to be had there, but I just that was the philosophy of, of Man United many years ago, and it was a blimmin' good one even Paul and There's so many players yeah, that came yeah. from other clubs um, and made great teams. Great, anyway.
1: segue, great segue, my friend, because I want to yeah. take you to uh, Kenilworth Road, where there was a certain player who I think would have been a Manchester <laughs> United kind of shoe in a certain Declan Rice who comes up with another incredible mm. moment in, in the dying moments of a game that was well fought out, mm. was well contested, had some physical elements, was a real test for Arsenal. Uh, a test which they end up um, coming out on top, um, courtesy of Declan Rice, header late on. I mean, this game, Rob, had everything. It was everything that you want from <laughs> the Premier League. It was what I want to see from Luton in terms of really going at teams and yeah. making it difficult. Um, You've got to credit uh, Arsenal for coming back again in, in difficult circumstances and finding a way to win. Um where do you want to start? Arsenal overall, the win. Do you want, or do you want to talk a yeah. Declan Let's Rice? Let's go overall. Let's go overall picture yeah, on, the, on an Arsenal win. I'm,
0: I think there's three. I think there is three angles here, Rob. I think there is a bigger picture with Arsenal. Yeah. I think there's definitely a conversation of the goalkeeper we've got to have, yeah, and absolutely. and the Declan Rice, and maybe mm-hmm. one, one or two others. Um, okay, so how do we look at this? I saw the game as well, by the way. Are we looking? Because the obvious thing is like the feel good factor and that late goal. Yeah. And the, the, the is, you know, everything about, um, Declan Rice, you know, that was great. And there's a, and the belief that will come off the back Mm. of that. And the whole, something special is happening, Rob, will, will will flow from the back of that. Correct. But, didn't we see this lots of times from Arsenal last year, Rob? Mm. They did this a lot of times last year, Arsenal. They won a lot of games late. They won a lot of tight games, you know, and we're, people like us are saying, wow, this could really be the season. And, and then it fell down late for, for other reasons, really. Yeah. So I don't know whether this is anything. And, and when it happens, Rob, and I, and I didn't see all your comments in the studio afterwards, yeah. but it's very easy to sort of say, well, this is a sign of champions and this is what mm. champions do. And, mm. and But to be fair, we saw this a lot last year. I still yeah. don't really think, and this, maybe this is a little bit... I, we, we ain't going to know until later in the season whether Arsenal have learnt from last year. We can say things like, they look stronger, because they do. And mm-hmm. they've, they've won in different ways, which they have. And they got a guy who will go on to talk about in Duck and Rice, that's a that's a, a driving force that they never had last year, yeah. for sure. Now that all might pay dividends in the last two months of the season. But mm-hmm. until that two months comes, Rob, I can't look at that and think, they they conceded three goals to Luton to come back away from at Luton Town yeah, it was great, um, and a few of my Arsenal friends are texting me, and what a you know, and it was a great moment. Um But should should Arsenal fans be a, to temper that a little bit, given the, the opposition and how they conceded three goals? Rob, just before we get into goalkeeper, yeah, yeah, what do you think I, to that? I, I
1: think less. I I, I would think less because I thought you you found Luton on a good Luton day in good Luton, Luton circumstances with a good Luton environment. Where at best you might have got a draw, in in some days could have lost that. Could have lost that game three-two, and 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 so where I would where I would disagree a bit in the that we saw those days last year is that what we've just seen with City. We haven't seen some of City's days from last year, and I know it's early for them, and they maybe come second half of the season, but they found a way to get the three points. Now, I'd like to think the experience of last year and some of those things will put them in better stead when those times come along this year for them. So, like you say, maybe control a game better. Maybe not concede three goals, two from set pieces from against the Luton team. Maybe, you know, adjust some of those things so we're not in that position. But it isn't half good when you think we're 3-2 down and we've got to find a way back into a game and we get two goals and we win it. I think that overrides the... The other side which i get and, and, and listen three goals to a promoted team and game that's open that's physical at times you know you weren't weigh which who, who was going to win it or whether they'd end up with a point they end up with three points from that game rob um and you yeah, know what it's yeah. like we've all we've all been there and had late winners and dressing room and training ground and all that but yeah. i do think and and i and i have to point to the guy again that midfield player who they've signed for up to nearly 438 million million is a difference maker. He's a difference maker to the yeah. club. He's given that team an extra beat, heartbeat, a bit of soul, a bit of personality and character that they didn't have last year. They didn't have that last year. They, mm. had, they had steel and they had a go, but they were a bit short. Yeah. This guy yeah. is not going to allow him short. To... This guy's drive to win a t- Premier League title is incredible. He wants a title, mate. He ain't left West Ham and his mm. Conference League trophy to come here and be second. And uh, we spoke to him. I don't know mm. if you saw the interview, mate. We, we did a little, a little two-way. He was right I did. there after I it. I did. Again. I mean... Brilliant. For him, the way he talks about Arsenal—if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd love him. I'd, I'd love him from that moment on. He talked about like it was a privilege yeah. to play for Arsenal, and that he, how much he was yeah. driven to do well and, and wear that shirt. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I saw the interview, and you—you you can't love him anymore. The, the, even the way, even the respectful And this is something stupid, Rob. Right, but even mm. the way that he finished that interview with you guys. Yeah, he was like, "Thanks for having me," or, or "Thanks, yeah. guys." You yeah. know, enjoyed that. Or it's like, he's so he's so. um I don't know. He's a good human being. Mm. He's a good human being. And the way he scores the goal, the desire to get in the box, he described it. he can see the ball's going to yeah. come in first time. Yeah. He read that. He gets him. He gets behind the defender. Then he get, he finds a way to get in front of him. He jumps early. He nods it in the corner. It was a it was a marvellous moment, and he is a brilliant player. And and and. I, I don't want to say that we knew it. We, mm. I, I wasn't bothered how much they pay for this yeah. guy because whoever whoever was going to get him was going to get a brilliant leader, a great player, mm. who's a who's a regular eight out of ten player mm. for for ten years because of his age and of yeah. his experience. He's durable, Rob. He never gets injured. Yeah, every, everything. So that side of it, absolutely fantastic. Um, and we saw the midfield that I think. Arteta does want to make yeah, work. It's yeah. Habits on the left, Rice and Odegaard. Was that, was that fair, Habits that, my unappreciated
1: player of the week last week? Who, uh, uh, is it that guy? <laughs> I just, I just uh, wasn't I sure that. whether that guy Habits or not.
0: Well, it was that guy. Come on, come on, come on. This, the, the, well, yeah, this, the, this, is, this is work that needs to be appreciated. My point was my he hadn't work done a lot is of done. work. Done. That my work to be appreciated. Is, my work
1: has been done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so maybe the, the underappreciated for Robbio has absolutely taken him to a whole new level. Um, and to be fair, you know, this was one of his, be- maybe one of his in best games, actually, in terms yeah. of yeah. getting forward. And that's where he's going to be his best. He's going to be his best as an attacking number eight, which, to be fair, the manager, that's mm. why, and he told us personally, yeah. that's why he was bought. He's been a little bit, you know, he didn't, set, didn't start mm-hmm. great, but now, maybe now he can find a bit of a, a groove, a bit of a rhythm, be a consistent scorer. Um, maybe maybe expectations were were that Kai Havertz was going to go there and light it up and be yeah. a player that yeah. we never saw at Chelsea. And we haven't seen that, but mm-hmm. maybe there's a player in there, Rob, that's, even mm-hmm. though it's quite a big fee, that he can chip in. Yeah. He can chip in with some goals and maybe he won't always be in the in the first 11. You know, it's expectations of what you expect from a player. But credit again you know he's got another goal. Yeah, he's in a good spot. He's playing in and around the striker, which is is good. Jesus does a lot of work in and around the box. Yeah, so maybe habits understanding with Jesus could be a key, mm. could be a real key for did Arsenal you, if he can make the flick-ons and and all yeah. that to to, to did, get the goals.
1: Did you not think just before we talk to the, uh, about the goalkeeper because I think it is an issue and, and Tim and mm. I talked off air a little bit about yeah. it as well, but. Um, just yeah. in, in in that game yesterday, Rob, I, I got there was a sense around, yeah, let's say, twenty five minutes in in the game, when I thought Luton had the feeling like they're going to, I'm going to bully, were they going to bully this Arsenal team? Yeah. There was a few yeah. challenges. they got scrappy. Yeah, scrappy, and I Rob. thought Kai Habits kind of was was a, was a, was good for them through those moments, mate. He won a few headers, he used his size and physicality. Oh. And I thought he kind of sh- showed one or two of the others. Martinelli was getting a little bit of stick, was getting a few challenges. Saka got caught, um, you know, with, with a tackle in midfield. And it was one of them days where I thought Kai Havertz took a little bit of, of, of ownership of that and, 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 and was, was important for them to get them through that spell. And and maybe that's a little bit, bit of Arsenal that's better from last year again. Like, I think if you want to scrap it out, they look like they might say now, with Rice, with habits, with that back two and... Maybe the Ben White or whatever. Come on, then. If you want to fight, we'll have a fight yeah. as well. No, that's a
0: good point, Rob. And I, and I didn't notice that. And that's, that's yeah. I mean, because he's a big lad. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a big guy. And if he can be... he obviously got to control that a little bit. But then, mm. if you can bring some physicality into that midfield with Rice... Um, and you're right. I mean, Willem Saliba continues to look absolute million dollars yeah. as central defender. Yeah. And we'll never forget... How he's missing of mm. last year, what that meant, yeah. you know, was a was a big part mm. of was a big part of it. I thought Ben White deserves a mention as well. The yeah. little clip up for the for um, Jesus the Jesus goal, header yeah. was, was a brilliant. I, I like Ben White, mm. and I know it, uh, Tommy Asu's done a good job. I know he's, he's yeah, out. He's out for a little for a few while weeks now, isn't he? Yeah. Ben White. Mm. Yeah, I I really like Ben White as a player as well. I just think Luton Luton made the game scrappy, yeah. which is what they set out to do. And after Arsenal conceded, I just looked at it like same time as you would think, like, wow, this looks a little rocky here. I'm not Arsenal didn't mm. have the control of the game that they wanted to have. Yeah. But that that is what Luton try and do to you, and that's when I'm sat down thinking, I'm thinking, God, if you if you if you if you if, you're, if you Champions would find a way to get back in control of this, yeah, yeah. And maybe I, maybe I'm, I'm wanting the perfect performance of a champion team all the time, and and we all know that that can't happen. But they, they got they got a little ragged, a little scrappy, and I'm thinking, wow, Arsenal are gonna they, they're, they're gonna struggle here, mm. and they're struggling because of one person between the posts. So let's let's go to the goalkeeping situation, yeah. Rob, and, yeah. and let's remember and remind everybody that this was a decision by the football club and Mikel Arteta yeah. to bring in David Raya. Um, whether it was a competition or whether he just feel, felt that he was a better goalkeeper than mm. than, than, than uh, Aaron Ramsdale, um, but do we not have a situation now, Rob, where both goalkeepers are not playing well? Yeah. That being On said, divine, Ramsdale's yeah. had few opportunities. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and, and what, when do we come to a point, right, where because I feel Ramsdale should come back into the side? Mm. Maybe they, you know, and I'm not sure it's gonna happen. Yeah. but Ramsdale, I said that to Tim, yeah. I know it looked Based shaky on, last time. Based on Did what you? he
1: said and the way that he's that he's talked about the two goalkeepers and you know, our player moves and form and all that. Now I would say if if you're Aaron Ramso, you're thinking, well, that's it then, isn't it? you know, yeah. he's made two mistakes. Yeah. I got when I made mistakes I came out of the team. Tim said to me now would be the time not to do that. He said you've got to back Raya now or you lose Raya totally and you're not sure how well in you are with Ramsdale. So, so, basically, you've undermined two goalkeepers. You've got two goalkeepers in a similar frame of mind. They're probably nervous as anything, Rob. Both see, nervous see, as anything in uh, this team. Much as, in one respect, Rob, I was thinking I was thinking about it last night, and I was thinking, well, I suppose if it was David Raya's mistakes and we lost, or at least drew, that would have been worse, wouldn't it? Because the mistakes, and that's the reason we've lost the points. He's made the mistakes and we've won the points. So in some respect, isn't that a better? You know, that's a better outcome than it could have been. I think the problem becomes, Rob, if other people start thinking this goalkeeper not great, let's get our team and 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 it starts to become a, a thing. Like it had gone a little while ago, everybody didn't like it, but you know, Raya's going to be the number one and Ramsdale's number two, and Ramsdale's got to get on with it. All of a sudden now, because Raya's made mistakes. It's back out there. It, it, it's lit up again. Like, well, is Ryan really that much better? Doesn't Ramsdale deserve a chance? And I just, I just hope yeah. this this conundrum, this issue, doesn't affect Arsenal and affect Mikel Arteta's thinking. Yeah,
0: I, I get all that right. Um, I, the manager's there to, to play in the best interests of the team. Yeah, and I, I think you know one of them. Is going to get him, is going to, is going to make it his own a little bit and and, and play well. Raya is not playing well. Mm. If if Ram if you put in Ramsdale now, and I totally of course respect what Tim says about you could yeah. lose him, you know after a bad performance. Put in Ramsdale. Let's see if he can have a good game. He has another good game, and mm. if he if he's playing well, he stays in. Yeah, that's in the best interest yeah. of the team. In the best interest, it's not the best interest of the team to to keep with a guy that you made a big decision to bring into the club, mm. you felt he was going to be better than your current number one, and at the moment, and, and, and he's not at the moment, so play the other guy to make your so, team so, stronger. So, That's yeah, what, I what I you're saying
1: is, so, yeah, and I, I, and I don't disagree, because I think the same, and I think of Am Ramsdale, but you're also saying that I'm going to admit that actually my first thought, my first decision was wrong, and I'm going to be big enough to say it was wrong, and then you come Aaron Ramsdale.
0: Well... It, it, it doesn't have to be like a so so conclusive as decisive of that Rob. It's just a matter of you know what David Rising goal hasn't you know mm. we, we you know you'll yeah, we'll never say that but yeah. he made a few mistakes. We, the other guy has a go unless there's something happened between Aaron Ramsdale yeah, and, yeah, and the manager yeah. where mm. the he's trust really has gone. Wanna, yeah. Then why wouldn't you want a guy that did a brilliant job last year, a brilliant mm. job last year, yeah. to get back in there and maybe establish himself? And you have a good goalkeeper yeah. at the moment. It, it's shaking. I would agree. Like, I would it, agree. And, he, he looks and really I shaky. I think
1: Ramsdale. Into those circumstances, under those circumstances he would actually grow into that and think, right, here's my chance. Now it's down to me. And he might just get the best of Aaron Ramsdale right on top of his game again because yep. he kind of recognises that this is yep. the issue. Yeah. I mean, and Ramsdale
0: probably sat there, Rob, thinking, hang on a minute, like, you know, there's a lot thought of of David Ryan. Yeah. He, he isn't all that. Mm. Get, get me back in there. Yeah. And, I'll sh- and I'll get back to... my And, 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 we're, and everybody's happy. But yeah. I, d- I don't think that's going to happen. I think the manager's going to stick with him. And, and, and by the way, you know, like you said, the, the team did magnificently well to come back from a situation where, I mean, there was two goals that he conceded there, particularly the, particularly the header one, Rob. is like, there's nobody yeah. around. Yeah, he just yeah. was nowhere near it. I mean, yeah. that, that's... Tim, um, said he's obvi- he, Tim say, felt uh, he's this-
1: got in his own head a bit with like that one and then the dive yeah, sort of maybe. under the thing. Yeah. He said he, he's, he's got to get his head right. And Tim said... Yeah. Which is interesting. Tim said that's a massive confidence thing. What you've seen, what we've seen there—that's when your confidence is low. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. So, yeah, interesting times yeah, we'll had for, yep. for Arsenal. But uh, a great win, um, brilliant drama again, and, and three points that took them top of the table. And obviously after the City result, mm-hmm. now gives them a six-point gap. Um, yeah, let's move on to Sheffield United, mate. Um, Mr. Chris Wilder was back, so the Blades thinking that. Um, you know, one of their own is back in charge and maybe they'll change their look. Not really the case. Liverpool uh, 2 0 winners. Uh, mm. Sheffield United in this, I saw a few, few of the highlights, had a few breakaways, a few little looks at goal, but didn't really threaten yeah. too much. Uh, a Van Dyke goal mm. from a corner kick. Uh, I think there was a, a player fell over. He, get, he gets left free in the box and scores. Sobazwa well with a lovely, composed finish when the ball comes to him after uh, Domin Nunez had tackled for the ball. I think some Sheffield United players maybe thought it might have been a foul. I didn't think you think it was. Um, and Nunes won the ball and played in lie and I mean, talk about come. You, was it was interesting when I, I saw the Nicholas Jackson chance for Chelsea when he got played to him, take a bad touch and hit the goalkeeper. Then you see mm. lie yeah. take a touch and just like wait for the goal down and lift it over him, and you know that's just that little bit mm. of composure that's so so different in, in the mm. uh, box. And uh, Liverpool get a. a very important two points on the road at Sheffield United.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you, you've of all the clubs in the Premier League, Rob, towards the top. I still feel that Liverpool is going somewhat under the radar. That you yeah. know, in terms of the title, um, they're going to be in it, aren't they? They're going to be in. They're going yeah, to be in the race. I, yeah. I know there's going to be moments mm. defensively, and, and that might trip them up at the, when it's all said and done. Yeah, but you've got to like the way that this Liverpool team is coming together. We know the midfield has been much changed. Um, they're scoring some great goals, mm-hmm. they're playing great football. Um, big Virgil van Dijk seems to be getting close to his best again.
1: Yeah.
0: Again, again it couldn't look at every detail of this game. Is there's so much going on, yeah, of course, in the windows today. But it's a good result. And I saw the finish from Lie and it's like a little, you know, lovely touch on the board, yeah. a, a little caressing to the corner. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean they're, they're going great. I mean, Sheffield United are, are got it all on to to stay up. Chris Wilder's back in there. Of course, there was a he was at my old club Middlesbrough for uh, for just short of a year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And there was some good stuff at the beginning. Then it fell away pretty quickly. Are we are we gonna is it gonna be the first season of Sheffield United under manager or the second season? I think that was the COVID season which yeah, he did I know he says him. that yeah. really affected that the team mm-hmm. given how their supporters get behind the team. So you know, it's a it's a it's a toss of the coin that they wanted to go with Chris Wilder. Yeah. Oh, it's the yeah. emotional one, isn't it? It's yeah. this, can, yeah, can it's you this this romantic. can the fans yeah, on
1: board? I, I just, I'm, I said on air the other day, you know, he'd probably never been to Birmingham until he got to the Villa and Roberto deserve would never heard of Brighton until he, you know, this romantic link and, you know, the one of them and he's got our DNA. Mm. It's great, mate, but win football matches. Yeah. Win football matches, get your team out yeah. of trouble and that's going to be the big thing. Um, for Sheffield. Mm. Just for, for Liverpool, Robin, I was thinking about this the other day, and I mean, Keller's come in um, for Alisson. Just injuries. Alisson's got uh, picked up, and I hear Matip's possibly ACL, we're hearing. Could be out for maybe most of the, of the season. It's an area where you have n- never quite, obviously, Canate's to come back in. Gomez can play there, as we've known, but, you know, especially when Trent's coming in mm. from that right hand side and it's a different role now for the, the right-sided centre-back. Could that be something that might just be a little bit of a, a, a problem to to Liverpool?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not Matip's biggest fan. You know, I, I'd rather I like Konate. I think Joe Gomez can can play along there. I I just don't know whether that's a position, Rob, that they might try and address in the mm, the window. January window. Yeah, mm. because I you know all I like Konate, and I think the the performance level that he's capable of is really really high I think you know you don't you know, he's, he's, you know he gets a lot of picks up a lot of injuries and yeah. mm. I don't know I, I, And but yeah I think defensively is where I still got a concern and, and you know the Trent thing's going great he looks really good in midfield but when I mean it's the same for all of them I suppose yeah. when they play yeah. this system they can get a little bit caught out defensively when one of the defenders goes in midfield that's just the way it goes. If their football is good enough, they won't have too many problems with that. I just wonder if, if a centre back in January might be something they go for, given you know the amount of the amount of, um, in the midfield change and the front mm. line attacking options. Could could the defence be could use a you know a, a real classy centre back yeah, to play yeah. alongside Virgil or Van Dijk, mm. you know, and provide extra cover when people are out. Uh, you have got Joe Gomez, that I, I feel is pretty comfortable at right back. If you want to yeah. go down a road of of Trent into midfield or or sitting out a little bit if you want a more of a solid back four. Um, so yeah, I, I, Matip's been, he been, hasn't been consistent. He's, he's had a lot of injuries as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I just, whether in January they try and get somebody else that might help their chances, given where they are, they're only two points off of Arsenal, Rob. Two yeah, points off Arsenal. Absolutely. And you feel like this Arsenal team, uh, the, sorry, the Liverpool team is growing, mm. improving by every game, given, you know, the nature of how different the team is when you've got Three different central midfield, midfield players. players so it makes yeah. a big difference both defensively and in the attacking side of it as well.
1: Yep, ticking on nicely. Uh, important, obviously, month December. Mm. We'll see how, how that fares up for Liverpool and, and how things go into the new year. Um, few, let's get to a few other results, mate. From from this uh, obviously busy yeah. midweek. Uh, Fulham five, Nottingham Forest nil. There was all the talk about some pressure on um, Steve Cooper mm. pre-game. Certainly yep. talk and, and pressure on after conceding five goals. Uh, he will be with a couple. Jimenez with a couple of goals, um, which will do his confidence. Ogo, two really smart goals and Kenny with another. Um, when you're under that kind of pressure, mate, when, when people are starting to, talking about your job and then your team go and lose 5-0 away, the owners there and the cameras keep going to the owner and to the bench, it's just not a good look, is it? And, and I'm one of them who would love to see Steve Cooper be given a little bit more time. I'd like his group of players to give him a little bit more. I think some of these players owe him. You know, he, he's he's brought them up into the Premier League. He's given the opportunities. He's kept them in the league. But um, yeah. he, too many more days like this, mate, and he 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 he, he won't be there.
0: Well, uh, so I'm with you. I'm with you, Rob. The, the job that he's done at this football mm. club, Nottingham Forest, to be back in the Premier League is is, is joyful, really, yeah. given this club's history. You know, we, we know what sort of club it is. Yeah. We know what sort of fans they've got. Rob, we've played... I've played at Nottingham Forest many times at City Ground. It's a, it's a really great club. Um, yeah. And the work he's done has been brilliant. So, absolutely with you, Rob. Not yet. Don't fire him. Mm. Don't fire him. And, and the ovation I saw, you know, the yeah, scenes the after the game, it's Rob. It's very and different now, isn't it?
1: That's the difference it, between, oh, you know, most fans oh, and, and this Forest fans. They love this guy. Appreciate him.
0: They lost 5-0 and, mm. and, and he's, he said afterwards, Robert, I'm embarrassed that yeah. they're giving me so much. So when you've got that, you've still got that connection with the fans and yeah. they're still behind the manager, mm. don't fire him. No. Don't fire him. And I, I know that Maniakis, the, the owner, has a reputation of his other club, that he changes managers, that he, that he changes them a lot. Please be patient. Because, yeah. you know, I think we all wanted, expect the expectation was there's going to be growth this year, more players. The Brendan Johnson thing was, was a w- yeah. weird one, Rob, because they took the money for him late in the window. I think they went and bought, like, f- was it five or seven oh, yeah. new players with yeah. that money? And then, like, Steve Cooper's like, you know, I've got all these other. So when you think the most of the work's done, which it probably is he's still got another bunch of players to come yeah. in to try and organise this. So even look at his bench. When we do our prep work, Robin, we get yeah. our, from yeah. our research department, we get the squads. Their squad's massive. Yeah, Their squad's like the, the biggest squad of I think it. we have. Yeah. <laughs> the, and they're all expecting, to, and they're all like first team players. Mm. They all want to play. Want to play so yeah. it's a difficult job. Of course, I, I've been disappointed with the way the team's played. At mm. times I've been disappointed with the manager's kind of um, set up with the team. It's been a bit pragmatic for me where you know, others now we're seeing it with more expansive styles that are doing great. That's better to watch. He hasn't gone down that road. No. So, but that, all that being said, for me, this is one of those where you've got to be sure that he's not the guy. You've mm. got to be sure. Mm. And right now, there's still a bit of gap between yeah. them and the, and so the bottom three. Six, Let's point, just hold yeah. fire. Yeah. See how they go the next the next month or mm. so. I'd say, Rob. Yeah. I'd say the next month or Let's so. Get to January and then yeah. make yeah. a judgment.
1: I'd agree. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And I think the fans might have a say yeah. in that. I think with the fans are paying for it then I know it's easier to, to, to you know, flick the trigger and, 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 and make that decision. But yeah. I just get the sense those fans might just have given him a bit of a stay in execution. A couple of games, can he get a couple then of wins and, and, and just stay away from yeah. it? Last win last win was against Villa, would you believe? Two 0 against Villa. I think it was like September or something. Yeah, that was a good so, performance, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, OK, let's move on to the Amex. Brighton-Brentford, so this was the two owners, weren't they, who split, one went off to Brentford um, and carried on doing good things at Brighton. Two very well-run uh, clubs, two clubs with great recruitment and managers and, you know, the setup up behind uh, the team. Um, and Brighton win the game 2-1, and again, Hinchelwood, who's one of the young kids who's come through the academy, another Brighton player who comes in and, you know, looks apart and is, is well grooved and, and tactically smart um, but an interesting game good win for Brighton, obviously Brentford away from home, he be, be a little bit disappointed there's a few incidents in this one and Brighton and Burma Rob scored a penalty but then went off um, yeah. with an ankle injury which yeah, won't be great obviously with mm. Ivan Tony's still not available for at least uh, a month or so uh, Pascal Gross gets mm. an equaliser mm. back for for Brighton and then Hinchelwood comes up with a header late on at the fo- uh, well, in the second half with the, at the far post, which was enough to give all three points. A couple of incidents in this one, Rob. I don't know if you saw the Yohan Wieser sort of swipe out with his hand at uh, Billy Gilmore. <laughs> Both got yellow cards. I thought he was a little bit lucky there under the eyes of the referee. I mean, I know there wasn't an awful lot of contact, but a hand in the face of an opponent, Rob. We know what that can often lead to.
0: Yeah I I again I'm I'm disconnected. I I, I don't get it. I don't yeah. I don't you know we had one of these before Rob and you got the, you're the one with the great memory I'm not but we had another one where somebody oh it was a, it was the flipping cuff to the face wasn't it wasn't it a straight red card. Yeah. It was that?
1: Yeah. Um
0: remember that one where the player was beyond, Newcastle game was it Newcastle is it was, it was Bruno Gamarish was was wasn't it? Bruno yeah Against on the back uh, of Lexamente.
1: um Gianinho, wasn't it? Jorginho. Uh, Carlos...
0: Yeah it was he was Jorginho yeah. Evident. Um, where so uh, this was? I mean, I, I saw it. It was like it was like. Sorry for those who are listening. It was a, it was a flipping – It was a, it was yeah. a jab, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he, he struck him. He he pulled his arm out and he struck him across the face. it's like yeah. wow. So that's okay, is it? And and again, we we get the rules out every time, and mm. it, and, it, and it's it's um it's violent conduct, and there's a paragraph that's very specific and right, says if you yeah. deliberately strike an opponent in the face, in the face. or head with your mm. arm or hand. Then that's violent, red, violent yeah, conduct, and, and offense, yeah. we saw another one. So I'm with you. I don't know. And, oh, sorry. The, 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 the final bit is unless unless the force is negligible. No, yeah. So basically, yeah. is if you you know you, you're grabbing mm. somebody's face yeah, or something, you know, and, mm. and this was a this was a this was a, a jab. action in there. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm a little
1: fortunate. I don't. Know. I don't
0: know. But let me. The, what I want to add to this, Robbie Earl, is is when I is when I'm going to bring in my little underappreciated performer.
1: Oh, your second and one. And this is yeah, my little star mm. player.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. The other was runner-up. This is my winner, uh, you know. Um, and he's a little player that I couldn't love any more. He ain't quick. He's not big, but you know, he is the not a clever little player. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was, no, I, was <laughs> I and more of that stuff I could say. <laughs> Pascal Gross is is one of my favourite players in the league. Pascal Gross gets my mm. underappreciated. Nobody nobody cares about Pascal Gross. They've all heard his name, Pascal Gross, playing for, for Brighton. And he chips in with the odd little goal. Scored the goal today. Made a mm. beautiful assist for the header you talk about, yeah. the young kid, to make it 2-1. And And I would implore people to, when they see Brighton play... Just watch how he plays. He's got these clever little turns and tricks that, that fool everybody. Mm. And he ain't got no place to get away from people, but he, he creates a little bit of space and makes good things happen. And, you know, the whole point of this little thing that we do every week, Rob, is just to highlight players that are actually they're really good pros or they're yeah. really good players yeah. that go under the radar a little bit. And I think he's over 30, so he's not going to be a star player for a, for a big club. But his quality on the ball and his delivery and his eye for goal with both feet and his versatility, by the way, I just Mm. think he's a brilliant little player. And we say it in the studio, don't we? We laugh about it, because you know I I like him as a player. And I'm like, there he is. Look look at Pascal Gross. He'll play a little, Mm. he'll do a clever little fake, a little Cruyff turn. And he'll, he's a, I just think he's a brilliant little player. And I think there's there's any time to mention him. It's today when he scores a goal and he makes an assist with his left foot, dinks it to the back post. I think he's a brilliant little player, and um, you know, I think he's somebody that people should watch out for. When I know all the young players get the headlines at this club, and there's some future stars there, even mm. now. But Pascal Gross is still an important part of this team, so there
1: you go. It's a good chat, mate. Um, and I tell you what, when we spoke with Satdam Zerbi in in the Summit, that uh, Premier Summer Series tournament, he spoke about Pascal Gross and said... There's a great manager in the making in him. So he's got a brilliant understanding of the game. Oh, right. he, yeah, he says oh, we right. sit down and talk tactics, and he, he challenges me and all that. So really interesting. He's, he's obviously a thinker as well, and one of those that may end up on yeah, the, on the brilliant. staff at, at, at Brighton one day. So yeah, good shout. Yeah. Pascal Gross musty's underappreciated yep. performer of the week. Well, I'm going to go to um, the game on Tuesday. Was that yeah? Wolves uh, won Burnley nil. Um, he Chang Wang with the goal, 8th Premier League goal of the season. Gary O'Neill's men get the job done against uh, a Burnley team that were coming off a 5-0 win against Sheffield United. A bit of confidence, first home win for Burnley. But uh, Vincent Company's team having a little bit of a, of a struggle just trying to adapt themselves between the football they played in the Championship and you know getting it right and getting enough points in the Premier League. And with this game, mate, I want to go to my underappreciated performer of the week. Now, oh. first of all, I'll tell you his name. You probably wouldn't even know him or know what he looks like. Dan Bentley, and you'll be saying who. Dan Bentley is the number two goalkeeper for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Generally, he's putting number two behind Jose Sa. Jose Sa injured his back at Arsenal at the weekend, so Dan Bentley made only his fourth ever Premier League appearance. Kept a clean sheet for for Wolves, which they haven't done at home for something like 12 games. So, And I, I said before the game when we were, we were doing the warm-ups, it's one of those days where Wolves keep a clean sheet. They'll win the game because they've got people who can score goals. How it works, they keep a clean sheet, Yi chang gets the goal. And why I picked out Dan Bentley, mate, for, for a couple of reasons. One is he's a 30-year-old English defender who's played at Southend, Brentford, and Bristol City. So he's not had a glamour career. <laughs> he's number two at Wolves, and probably is that and is that guy, Rob, and and it's a kind of a underappreciated for all number two goalkeepers really who have to train as hard as everybody else in the week. Works with the goalkeeping goalkeeper to get the best of it, the number one, and then the number one plays on a Saturday, and the number two goalkeeper generally sits on the bench for 90-odd minutes, watches the game, has a shower, and goes home. And yet has to keep training every week, never knows when they're going to be called on. And Dan Bentley, with the clean sheet for walls, stepping in as number two and just living the life of a number two goalkeeper in the Premier League where he's not the kind of (laughs) goalkeeper that's going to have him rest and go. You know, I want to go and go and play somewhere in the Premier League. He's probably happy to be number two. Dan Bentley is my underappreciated performer of the week.
0: I like it, mate. I like it. Really like the shout. Really like the shout. And I think it's, it's fascinating about the number two. Maybe another day we'll get into the details of some mm. of these characters that are number <laughs> yeah. two goalkeepers and and. Uh... But it's a really interesting and a fun um, selection, Rob. And, and a clean sheet. You know, I think you're right. You know, these these guys are coming in and they, they've got to do their best for whatever time they've got. Then they're probably out the side again, sitting back on the bench again. Mm. So I thought you are going to go He Chang Wang. I don't know whether we've had him before. He's having a brilliant season, yeah. by the way. Walsh. Yeah, he is, Isn't yeah. he the, the He Chang Wang? Of, mm. He's having a brilliant season. But uh, no, I like it. I like it. I uh, like Dan Bentley. Um, and hopefully we'll see, you know, a few more games of him uh, between the sticks. So good shout.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, final game, Robbie Is oh, yeah. uh, The final game we're going to just quickly, because we're, we're long again, I think. Crystal Palace-0, Bournemouth-2. Bournemouth, mate, yeah. and only is finding his way. I think... I think, Bournemouth I hope are I said giving Everton a problem, let me ago. tell
1: you. With the deduction, Bournemouth yeah, are giving yeah. Everton a problem. They would be one of the teams you think. think, right, we'll, we'll keep them down there and move out. Bournemouth are putting it together, as you say, with Iriola.
0: Yeah, that's three wins out of four, Rob. And, mm. and the football's coming. i Again, like a few weeks ago, I remember like thinking that's better. I think yeah. I think you wouldn't, you didn't see the game, Rob. So I remember trying to persuade you. I said, you know what, he's just starting to hmm. good possession, good movements, good attacking, kind of getting more chances created. So I think he's he's finding his way now, uh, Iraola. And you know the reputation was a big one from Spain. Yeah. Long time to settle. I'm sure it's difficult trying to get used to the quality and the intensity of the Premier League. Mm. And of course, it's early yet, and they're they're still not way away from the from the relegation zone. But I think they're going to be okay. Yeah. I think he's another smart coach that's found a way to to play this expansive style. That that you know, again, we'll get into another day, Rob. But the more and more football we see now with these different yeah. managers coming into the division. It's totally different style. Absolutely. It's totally different to even a few years ago now rob it's like Mm -hmm. all the teams all the teams are trying to play and having smart coaches to try Mm -hmm. and utilize what they've got and tactically be good enough to create and obviously try to stop goals going in so he's a good example of a new guy coming in taking a little bit of time Mm -hmm. but a clever coach tactically in this division with these pitches that are so good if you know what you're doing you can find advantages and um you know, and get advantages in certain areas of the field at certain times, and uh, yeah, it's a good story, and that's another
1: yeah. another well,
0: great result. Crystal Palace. I take some struggle, level with Crystal great, Palace, great mate,
1: on sixteen points, and I have to say, I don't know if you saw uh, the Roy Hudson interview after the game, but Roy's bristling yeah, a little bit. He was asked a couple. of... Uh, a reporter mm-hmm. asked him about games coming up and winning games, and his yeah. feeling, and he, you know, he could tell, his back was up a little bit, and they haven't quite. Looked. What's a little bit of their sport, Crystal Palace? I know they've had injuries to to keep people. Eze and um, Elise is back in the team, I think now and playing. But just gone core, a little bit core, flat for, for yeah. Crystal Palace, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it has. And um, I don't know it's so unfortunate for Roy Hodgson, isn't mm. it? Because you know, I think we thought that with this squad, it's young, it's exciting. You know, what what could he do with this squad? And then yeah. injuries to different players at different times. And now it feels like it's going backwards again, yeah. which is the, which is the problem when he was there. They wanted a fresh impetus of style and of of, of uh, new ideas, which they got with Patrick Vieira. I don't know that, that it, 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 he, he certainly wasn't happy at the end of the game, Rob. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, he talked about expectations. Mm. Well, fans fans dream; of they course, do dream; yeah. they do expect better stuff, particularly when you see other teams well, and what they're Brighton, doing, whether it's Villa, Bournemouth and, yeah. and the ones we just talked about, and the mm. Brightons and the Brentfords and teams that are, are in and around the size of Palace and not as big as Palace. Yeah. Some of them. And still find entertaining ways to win games. That's going to be the problem at Palace and others that get a bit stodgy. There's coaches out there that that are bright. And I think that's what those Palace fans might want to
1: see next. OK, mate, listen, we're going to wrap things up. Obviously, there's a couple of games tomorrow, yeah. Tottenham playing West and Big London Derby there, then Everton play Newcastle, important game for both those teams. If obviously, any big stories come out from those, we'll, we'll recap them at the weekend when we do our next podcast. But it's one of them week, midweeks yeah. where you just think the Premier League can't get any better than it does. Man City follow three draws with a defeat. Arsenal had rice in their veins. Did you get it, mate? Rice in their veins as they found a way past no, Luton. Both Manu and Liverpool get wins to make a fascinating top ten in the league. We'll be back on Sunday. That's September the 10th. We'll look at match week 16, where Villa host Arsenal uh, third place, top of the table. And on Sunday, Spurs take on Newcastle, the big game in North London. But for now, I'm El. He's Musty together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night for me and it's goodnight goodnight.
0: good night from him good night